When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Be the same. All right! Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. All right, so what's the story? I'm going to close my eyes yeah, for, a close your eyes for a second. Okay, and then you tell me you And then what keep you your did. eyes closed. Okay. Uh, I have told you guys that my beard grows pretty fast, mm-hmm. but it generally grows lighter than the hair on my head. So right. last night, mm-hmm. I had Lou stop and get me some Just for Men medium brown, not dark brown. Okay. Close your All eyes, right. Donna. Don't medium look. brown. And uh, and now it's a closer match to the hair on my head, and okay. I think initial reviews are that it's very very sexy, <laughs> and people are loving it. And some people have even started calling me Stevie Claus. Donna, oh. you're gonna open your eyes when I say I, I, no. I you did. Oh, that looks weird. Come on, it looks awesome. Oh, it looks like you know. Do you, does anyone remember color forms where you take like? You could put clothes on yeah. these magnetic yeah. dolls, oh, like a like a flint, like you could add a beard to the guy. Yeah, yeah. or you dip strange. you dip your Ken doll in water, and then his beard appears. That's ah, kind of what it looks like. You dip your Ken doll in water. Now his here's, beard appears. All right. <laughs> could we, for a moment, okay. imagine you had this is your Just first you. day meeting me? Okay. You don't have any context of yesterday when I had an orange, gray, and light brown yeah, beard. Yeah, I would go. That guy dyes his beard. No, you wouldn't. You would say, "Oh my gosh, look at that beard on that." guy would i <laughs> that guy's really revving my engine i okay <laughs> all right let's not get crazy i'm just saying objectively don i'd be like that kid's going through puberty <laughs> no <laughs> this, i'm gonna uh, now i can i'm gonna keep this beard until early next week i'm gonna yeah, wear it good. to the red good. lobster lunch okay it's pretty good it just it's weird it grows in pretty good though Right? I mean, there are there's, there's, a few, there's a few little patchy spots. I am imperfect as we all are. But by and large... Speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> like, what if you saw me leaning against a building right now, oh, wearing wow. some kind of an H&M peacoat collar popped? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you're, um, you're going to need a neck tattoo. I like oh. this beard. It's, it looks good, Steve. It does. I'm going to shave it. It I can't go on television at any point looking like this, right? But you're not on television anymore. Wow. Mm. Hi, salt, meat, wound. (laughs) I mean, geez. Are you going back on at some point uh, Um, soon? I do have a a, a fun TV announcement that I'll make uh, like next Monday, maybe. Okay. On Monday. Okay. Yeah. um, uh, Look, just just in uh, an appearance that will be happening. Okay. What? I think. Maybe just give it enough time to grow a little scruff back after you shave. Yeah, no, I I never shave really. I'll just trim it. 
Okay, I'll what does down. your wife, Lou, think of the beard? She's pretty impartial to it. She's like, okay, that's fine. Is this what you want to do? Okay. What color do you want me to pick up for you? Okay. You got to go medium brown. You can't go dark brown. No. Because then Bradley uh, trainer was nervous. He said, don't come back looking like a magician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. John and I would kick you yeah, off the we island. we don't like magicians. Yeah. Okay, all right. Can I give one last beard tip? Sure. To all of our uh, bearded listeners. <laughs> I think something that I learned, I was talking with my dad about this. My dad grows a nice uh, multicolored beard. Yeah. It looks good on him. Though. Yeah. Um, but he and I were talking about shaving. He said that he brings his right up to his jawline. And I said, you shouldn't do that. You should actually give yourself about another inch below your chin so that when you smile or do something, the beard doesn't. You'd never want the beard to come up. Oh, you don't want above the skin. Your you don't want to see the neck fat. That's what you're trying to say. That's another way of saying it. You have a neck beard <laughs> to cover up your neck fat. Yeah, I could grow a sweet neared. Just the neared. Ne- just the neck beard. That's what I should do. Yeah. When I really have nothing on the horizon, truly grow that out with my beard and then one day shave the full top and just leave a neck oh, rug, an area you're rug. Amish. And then you have to call your parents and go, I'm moving back into your basement. Yeah, and kill and the I'm electricity. Play a lot of video games. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. Okay. One cool. to ten. Uh, you never knew me. You never met of me. Beards or your whole look of just my beard today. Okay. This is my red lobster beard. I give it a five. Donna. <laughs> and by the way, Don, what do you give it? Um, out of all beards of no. that length. No, no, not I'll out give of. It, I'll give it a six and a half. How this beard? How Steve looks with a beard today, right now? I'd say eight. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Don. Split the difference. I like you beards. Get a seven. I like beards I too. I like beards. Anyway, getting back to Red Lobster. McLean was trying to double dip this morning. What? Me? Yeah, <laughs> I heard you guys. What? So they were being and moaning. Well, they're being little wieners about yeah, this. They heard about our lunch. Yeah, and they're oh. like, "Ooh!" So then they had to call B. Arthur, no! and try to get her to give the morning show a lunch. In which case, Dawn would be getting two lunches. <laughs> this is disheartening. What no. did B. have to say on the matter? She was uh, she was upset. Did, did she, she was like, "What's this? this? Why does why is he taking? Well, I guess I have a credit card too. Hey, hey, and I'm going to put it on the company's dime. Where do you want to go, Murray's?" Hey! <laughs> now, wait a minute. See, Dan didn't invite us to Red Lobster. We I explained this. Okay. okay, thank you. We suggested Red Lobster, largely because of DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp. And we were like, I don't know, we should go to Red Lobster someday when I don't have to go rush down the hall to TV. So let's do it this week. And then suddenly it's, let's go to Red Lobster, Clomp Clomp Clomp. And we do it. We find a location. <laughs> we argue about who's going to pay. Then the sea monster, of which is how we'll address him today, which feels right. Like, seamen yes. feels like the right name today yes, as we go yes. to Red Lobster. Um, he said, hey, I'll pay, but can I come? Can I? Can yeah. I? That's what the email said. He did say said. he was going to pay? Yeah, that's yeah. How it's what he led with. That's so good, because I only have $49 until Friday. Until Friday. Wow. Account. Yeah, I think yeah, you shouldn't even travel too. with your debit card right now. Right. Don, yeah, you yeah, should just leave home. it at home. If, if you're like me and you've experienced an overdraft fee... Oh, I have. That's... Merry Christmas. Oh, you always argue that, though. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Hey. Guys, in all the years I've been with you, I've only done this five times. Oh, I... <laughs> this quarter? I've tried to have that conversation. I rented Pineapple Express from Redbox. Oh, nice. And then I went to Europe and forgot to You're return off. it for, two, for 10 days. And I came back and they charged me every day <gasps> the dollar 
was a dollar fee and then $35. Oh, so no. So Pineapple Express yes. cost me $350. Oh, oh no. And so <laughs> I went into the movie. bank and I said, I don't think the budget for Pineapple Express was $350. <laughs> Surely, since I've been with you since I'm 18, you'll remove this fee. Some kind Sorry, of a Sorry, you can't. Wow. And I go, well, I will be doing business with someone else. Bye. And so I stopped going to that bank. And that bank just Bye. crumbled. <laughs> Without her money funding their uh, their yeah. shell game, yeah, they're gone. That's now. right. Oh God, guys, so much, so much entertainment stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody just landed a big interview. Big interview with a celebrity who has been in the news, frankly, for all the wrong reasons. But we will finally hear from him. Who's him? Mm. And who's he talking to? Mm. Uh, we will get into that. The story of the day. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Big fancy pants on the morning show. I know. Wow. Well, first of all, welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 with uh, producer John McClain for the next hour. Boy, Jason is just killing it everywhere. So Jason Matheson. Read the tweet that you just saw. I go, hey, Katie Couric just. uh, uh, Oh, this is old. It says, Katie Couric, I had a blast on the Jason Matheson radio show. Thanks to tweeters and Facebookers for telling me about him. Why is that showing up in my feed? It's from 2009. Oh, real? Oh. I thought it was this morning. God. I was uh, going to say, Don. I'm like, I thought he just bought a gay bar. I don't know. <laughs> that too. I was going to say, did, did you guys have Katie Couric on? Because I know he's reading the book going there. And, oh, I and didn't it's know a, that. Yeah. And it's oh. part of our uh, in love with her. read along. Hashtag uh, it's not a book club. Oh. Interesting. We'll get to Katie Couric here in a second. I do want to say something about Katie Couric, and it has to do with the the bidding wars to try to land oh, yeah, big let's... interviews. But it just happened uh, in real life. Alec Baldwin, who of course has been in the news since the uh, the fatal shooting of the cinematographer on the set of the movie Rust in New Mexico, Baldwin has agreed to sit down and do a one on one interview with. George Stephanopoulos. Oh, interesting. That's who he. Uh, who that's he who he went with. I, and I don't. I don't know the whys behind it. I'm sort of surprised that he's doing it. But I guess. I guess if you're Alec Baldwin, and I, I was just thinking about this the other night. I thought, what a what a terrible terrible situation, and how difficult it must be to even like engage in right now. It's the holidays. He's got littles. Are you even able to go there emotionally yeah, and have fun yeah. with them? <clears throat> yeah. Or are you always thinking of this horrible thing? So oh. I wonder if him sitting down on the record, sort of a once and for all for everybody to hear with George Stephanopoulos, will be not cathartic, but would just lift some of the burden off of his shoulders for this awful mm-hmm. tragedy. If he almost mm-hmm. sees this as, I've got to do this. If I want to continue to make some more progress and right. how I'm recovering right. from this all and speak from the heart, you know, and I think that's what people want to hear. Um, did, did you say when this interview is going to be? I do not know when this interview is going to be. Let me see if I can track that down. Okay, thank you. You got it. Um, and, and then in the Katie Couric book, you hear all about, she details the morning show wars of trying to yes. book somebody wow. to the point where, like, let's say the Today Show has. Let's say Alec Baldwin. Okay. They have Alec Baldwin booked, and it's a big get. Mm-hmm. GMA staffers, at some points, according to Katie Couric, 
would find out where the person was staying mm-hmm. and then attempt to have a car over there with the producer saying, hey, we're ready to take you to your interview. And, and then, then trick them into going to the other studio. They go to GMA. You know what? This this is a common practice in media in general, like in radio. Really? If you've got two competing stations, say two top 40 stations in New York, let's just say. Yeah. And one has a big get like... Uh, Jennifer Lopez or Madonna or somebody like that. That station who has the first interview is going to do everything in their power to keep that person at their station so that they're late for their interview. And then the person has to, you know, the guest then has to rush off and doesn't have enough time for everybody at that station. But you do things like you go, oh, it's her birthday. We're going to have a birthday cake for her. Then she oh feels obligated gosh. to stay. I mean, it's a very common thing. Did this thing. happen on the number one morning show in the number one market that you were involved with? I. With the initials ED? Mm, oh, ED. Hmm. Not thinking erectile about dysfunction. erectile dysfunction. No, no, no. There was an no. ED before the ED. You know what I'm talking about. ED. Oh God. Dang. Elvis. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Um, n- no. Okay. But it happens. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I am just naive enough and just optimistic enough. And I think, truthfully, I can, I really mean this. I am not career competitive. Right. So I can't even mm. go there and imagine. Like, for instance, let's say I can't, this is, you're telling me, let's make it local. Jason books Oprah mm-hmm. on the Jason show. Mm-hmm. Twin Cities Live finds out about it mm-hmm. and says, we have to do everything we can to try to get her to our show instead of his show. Mm-hmm. Because that's what would really happen right. to the point where producers would go, people would call, Diane yeah. Sawyer was it's following dirty. up. And saying, uh, where are they? And then they had an allegiance to Katie Couric, so yeah. then they wouldn't even tell mm. the person that Diane Sawyer had called mm. or sent letters. It's a dirty, dirty business. Weird, and man. and talk shows are notorious for like strong-arming people into being guests on their show. And I'm talking about average people. You know, right. um, let's just say it's the Jerry Springer show, uh-huh. which... Half of those guests or more are fake, in my opinion. Right. But they're, they'll they try to shame people into coming on the show. It's just a terrible, terrible, dirty, dirty business. Okay, so here's what I, I can tell you about the George Stephanopoulos, Alec Baldwin exclusive. Okay. Uh, the interview happened yesterday. will air tomorrow at 8 p.m. on ABC. That might be 7 o'clock for us. I You have to figure out time okay. zones on your okay. own. But here's what I... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Baldwin, uh, excuse me, Stephanopoulos, he described the one hour and 20 minute discussion as raw and intense and said this, I've done thousands of interviews in the last 20 years at ABC. This was the most intense I've ever experienced. So raw. Wow. As you can imagine, he's oh. devastated 
But he was also very candid. He was very forthcoming. He answered wow. every question. He talked about uh, Helena Hutchins, talked about meeting with her family as well. Mm-hmm. He went through in detail what happened on the set that day. And I have to tell you, I was surprised in many places over the course of that hour and 20 minutes we sat down yesterday. That is what George Stephanopoulos has to say about his interview with Alec Baldwin, which will air 7 o'clock Central tomorrow, which is Thursday, on ABC and Hulu. Okay, great. Thank you. Wowzers. Well, we're out of time. Can I ask you a question? Since we are out of time? Sure. If you guys, if both of you, if you could uh, interview and you have an hour with anybody on the planet. Oh, gosh. And then they're going to air the interview on national television. Oh, I hate these who questions. Would you, who would you interview? I could get you access to them because of my beard. <laughs> People take me more seriously now. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I, mm. I would say David Lynch. Just because oh, that's I'm great. a really huge fan, fan of David Lynch. So it's kind of self-serving. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Like, not a, People wouldn't care. That's why I'm not a... That's probably why I would go like Will Ferrell and no one would tune in because they'd be like, he's there's nothing grabby. He lives a very milk toast sort of pleasant life. Now, David Lynch is really weird. So people would be like, what? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Um, but very creative mm-hmm. and heady. What about what it, would you want an hour and 20 minutes with uh, with Taylor Swift? Not really. I know you've talked to her, but you talked to her before. This the last five years where no, her okay. I gotta tell you, what's your problem? I'm done with Here interviews. I just don't want to interview anybody. This anymore. is any time I book an interview <laughs> I'm on the so show. Tired of it. She's like Steve, you run this. I didn't yeah. ask for this. You you yeah. said, <laughs> and I'll just go. Uh huh. Oh hey hey. Mm-hmm. And the last time we tried to book an interview was when the 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 what's his face? Oh my god! That from was Judge so Judy. <laughs> It's my fault. Stood us up, the old magistrate or whatever. Oh, oh my God, John, it is not he your said, fault. He said, "You're no, we're not doing this." Name is Petrie or Petrie? Petrie um, Hawkins Bird. We almost <laughs> Stephanopoulos gets Baldwin. We almost had Petrie Hawkins Bird, oh, and then we got stood up. Uh, hey, when we come back, uh, I don't know. We got stuff. Ooh, this hot show getting a season two. Steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment I right. used to be on TV now I'm not <laughs> I'm still adjusting to this new reality yeah. it's, not it's going so well. funny Don I was telling Steve I go you know I really feel like I'm I'm I've been throwing in the towel lately I've really got to step it up Steve's like no you're finally Starting to be the person that I want, I want you, to, you be. to be. Yeah, oh, my. I'm like lazy. No, no. You want you know what it is. Here's what it is. I'm seeing the the and you've always been a confident person, but that confidence is now stretching its wings. Where you're understanding, hey, I'm gonna prepare, and then I'm going to go into the show and just crush it. And I've uh, we've found a system that is wonderful mm. and works. The For audience pours out with words of affirmation and admiration, and we just love them. And you're just, it's incredible watching you yeah, work at a high clip like you are right now. Wow. <laughs> it's so weird because um, you've been doing radio for how long? Mm. Years. Since 1986? No, I mean him. Oh, him? For uh, like two oh, years? Hey, Donna. Oh, that's weird because I thought she had four years? more experience. That's what's, that's what's, you're so right, Don. She is experienced. I'm being an ass. No, no, she is experienced. <laughs> you're giving She's me advice. a living legend. 
And now I'm taking cues from her of, you know, she's being calm, cool, and collected, but present, confident, doing the work, pulling it off. It's really awesome to watch. Thanks, Steve. I see what you're doing there. What are you talking about? Mm. I see what you're doing. You're, you're trying to keep me from, from going back to the way things worked. You know, um, Donna has sounded less uh, earmuffs, Donna. You can take that call. She sounded less <laughs> anxious and frantic because usually if they here here's something. If they said at nine o'clock, oh, sorry, there's breaking news. You're not going to go on until 10 today. She would find a way to fill the next hour, even though she was fully ready for 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. To worry about things, to print papers, lose papers, crinkle <laughs> papers, refine papers. and But that's the old Donna. The new Donna, though, is sure-footed, confident. Honest to goodness, I feel like you're a representation of what we've seen in the women's movement. And it's powerful to, oh, to be witness gosh. to. Thank you, Donna. Donna. Oh, she's sleeping. She fell asleep. Weird. Hang on. You can hear no, the... No, I'm awake. Your eyes were closed. Okay, no, they weren't. <laughs> um, okay, Dawn, have you ever watched Kevin Can Bleep Himself? No, I know you have, and I got the idea of where they were going with things just by your description. It's... Like, they're taking on the fact... I think they're making fun of Kevin Can Wait. Yes. And the whole debacle with how they just fired the wife mm-hmm. on the show and then brought in Leah Remini. Leah Remini. Yes, okay? there's a little bit so of that. So there's that kind of bitter thing about it, and it's also sort of like WandaVision where she talks to herself, right? Yes. Sort of, yes. What happens is she's part of the sitcom world, mm-hmm. and, and this she is Annie Murphy from uh, Sheets Creek. Oh. And she is wonderful, and her range is so impressive. It's just such a unique concept. Now, I didn't watch WandaVision. Maybe I ought to because it's, it's good. It is good. Really? Yep. Did you watch the whole series? Watch the whole thing. And okay. it's Donna, here's what you'll love. It's just one season. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Just one season. Okay. I, I I'm just so impressed by her. So the show got renewed in August. Now we know it is coming back um sometime next year. But that show um drew more signups for AMC Plus than wow. any other new series in the service's uh history. So it averaged 632,000 on-air viewers over 7 days for AMC, which had the second window after AMC Plus. It is so she lives in this sitcom world with her buffoon husband and they've got neighbor friends and they've got, I think, the father-in-law living with them. And she's really brightly lit in a mm-hmm. sitcom way. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then when she's out of his presence, everything goes dim and dark. And you start to, it, it turns into like this gritty drama. I like the concept. It's I still so haven't watched cool. an episode, but the concept is really interesting. It's really, really good. I mean, there's like... Uh, there's drugs, there's, you know, danger, there's um, cheating going on, all sorts of weird stuff. But every time she walks back into that house, okay. it's like the one-liners and the and the laugh track. It's just highly unusual and really, really creative. So if you're looking for something really cool and interesting to watch, there's only one season of that right now. Kevin can... F himself is what it's called. Here's the harder sell for WandaVision. It's it will only be one season. It's not just one season oh, is out. I see. Only one season, and then it leads into future Marvel movies. Okay, and doesn't and didn't Catherine Hahn get her own spinoff or something from WandaVision? 
Yes. Who? This feels like this rings a bell. And she was kind of like a show stealer. As the season went on, she was, she always plays the neighbor as they travel okay. in WandaVision through the decades of television. Okay. She plays that fun neighbor who's always there. She is a great character actor. She is in The Shrink Next Door, yes. <clears throat> which I'm watching. And. She is fantastic. She is so, so good. Yes, Catherine Hahn, mm-hmm. uh, spinoff, you are totally correct, uh, in the works at Disney+. Plus. Okay, got it. Um, anybody watch White Lotus, or am I alone on this island now, too? You're, you're alone. I'm not on the <laughs> island with you. Guys, you Jennifer Coolidge, so, so good, so funny. I read something that kind of broke my heart this morning about her. She, and you see Jennifer Coolidge in a lot of stuff with, um, help me out, uh, Levy. Eugene Levy, yeah, from that same kind of, um, what's the Christopher Guest universe. Yes, exactly. So she almost turned down what turned out to be an iconic role in White Lotus because she thought she was too heavy for the role. She said, I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to be on camera that fat because of my excessive eating during COVID. She admits that she gained the weight because get this i thought we were all going to die i really did so i was just eating myself to death oh wow vegan pizzas sometimes five or six a day so she estimates that she put on like 30 to 40 pounds and she was getting ready to do this role and she was trying to come up with some phony story about why she couldn't do it take on the role and so a friend of hers this is where friends come in um she said to her friend i'm not going to do this role i'm too fat right now and her friend was like are you kidding me these opportunities don't just like come around that often you have to take the role so she did and jennifer coolidge was saying that she thinks a lot of actors make these mistakes and she doesn't know why, because you wait for a great moment to happen, then it presents itself, and then you almost like self-sabotage mm-hmm. the the opportunity. And she said, you know, thank God I had a friend who stopped me from doing it, because honest to goodness, she was so good in this role. Is that right? She played a really annoying woman who was grieving the death of her mother. Okay. And she did it so... Ugh, so expertly she was just she was the star i would say it was her and the guy who who's i can't remember the actor's name but he runs the hotel those two were just absolutely fantastic i get you know what i get confused is this show and the one with nicole kidman where she's masha she's like nine perfect strangers nine perfect strangers so it's i get those confused in my head yeah because she was in that too I never yes. ended up watching an episode of that. I was so excited about it. Was it was so weird. I did watch the first episode, and then I you, didn't get back into it. Was it the accent that you couldn't get over? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sometimes, yeah. It was like I couldn't I couldn't see... Um, Beyond Nicole Kidman. Yeah, and yeah. I hate to say that because I think she's a great actress. She's very versatile. I can't wait to see her in The Ricardos. Me I too. think she's going to do a great job. I do. And then I just heard some bad, the morning show didn't like it. And I was like, ah. Yeah, it was weird. I stuck it out, though. I watched that. What was it? Nine Perfect Strangers. What was the other one with Nicole Kidman? She's been on a roll lately. Well, are you thinking of? The uh, Un. Oh, you're not thinking of Big Little Lies. 
undoing. Oh, uh, yeah. Big Little Lies, The Undoing, then The Nine Perfect Strangers. She's get, just been everywhere. Are we getting a Big Little Lies season trois? I think we are. Yes. Just have to, I, I'm sure it's just pandemic slowed oh, the, the right. production of it all. But that was a... I'm uh, almost positive we are. It was captivating. That was a captivating, dark Wait a show. Wait a minute. Didn't we already watch it? Yeah, no, I think we did. We didn't watch season three. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I oh, said three. twice. I slipped okay. into my French like, tongue. I think I watched season two of season Big Little Lies. Season two, yes. Yeah. But isn't there a season three Steve, coming out? You're going to have to find that out for All right. us right Hang now. Hang on. Hang on. I got it. All it's right. happening. All righty. Thank you. This is exciting. And is then I haven't so finished content? the morning show. I oh. started episode oh. one and then I stopped. You have to finish the morning show. Really? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good. So good. I'm watching Yellowstone now. I'm oh, I'm out. My eyeballs. Oh. I, I tapped out of Yellowstone. And your wife just got into it. She just turned the corner and was like, okay, this is getting interesting and I I can't. <sighs> What's the too, problem? Too slow. Give me some action here, people. What are you talking about? Slow burn. It's a slow burn There's show. There's so much action. You know, I did fall asleep during the third episode. And there was, <laughs> Donna, be yeah. gracious. Okay. There was something, I was sleepy. That's fine. And I get uh, it. something happened, and I woke up, and then I just heard Lou say, oh, no. Oh. And then, whatever, the episode yeah, yeah. ended. Okay. And I was like, oh, what did I miss? <laughs> oh, Steve. I just uh, don't feel like fine. it. I want something awesome. I want Lost, first three seasons back. Never watched it. I watched the first episode and thought, this looks cheap. I'm not going to watch it. I know. I thought that about Game of Thrones, too. That's what we heard about Wheel of Time. I haven't started that on Amazon. I just watched the third episode last night. Is it good? I love it. Oh, you You do? do? It isn't. Just don't take the critics' words. It doesn't look cheap at all. Oh, okay, great. Just kind of ignore some of the costumes. It is dirty enough. It's super expensive looking, and I I love it. it. Oh. Uh, If you liked Game of Thrones, yes. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. And this, I think, was the inspiration for Game of Thrones. I got an email from someone going, you idiots. Oh, for God's sake. Wheel of Time is, it was the inspiration for the book. Yeah, I mean, Wheel of Time is definitely, Robert Jordan started that like in the 70s, so. I don't know. But George R. R. Martin, yeah, I mean, yeah, I liked it. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to get any emails either. I know. (laughs) When we come back. Leave us alone. Uh, We got a little, if you see something, say something. So Selena Gomez put out a little like eight second TikTok video. And it got people upset. Do they have a case or should they slow their roll? We'll tell you about it when we come back. It is the Don and Steve experience on My Talk. My Talk 1071's 14th annual Santa project to benefit Ronald McDonald House Charities is underway. You can bring a toy or a gift to Hero Home Services in Bloomington during the Kalina Bradley broadcast. Take a place today. Wednesday, December 1st, and then my talk will get them to the kids and the families at the Ronald McDonald House in time for the holidays. More details and a full broadcast schedule at mytalk1071.com, keyword Santa. Woo! We're back. Hello. Hi. Hi. Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Hi. Beard. So, 
Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. who we love. Yes. Love Selena Gomez. Yeah, she's great. Uh, got into a l- little bit of hot water for a TikTok video. Oh, jeez. What's your problem? Do you know what I do already, you know about this yeah, video? Yeah, I know about it. It's All like, right. just chill out, everyone. Hang on, Donna. Sorry. Okay. In the TikTok video, it was a split screen with Selena on one side, and then there was some doctor on the other side. And the doctor said, quote, the CDC defines heavy drinking as 15 or more drinks a week for men and eight or more drinks per week for women. And right at the last part, Selena made like a, uh-oh, I'm screwed, kind of a face. Mm-hmm. And even though Which is very relatable. Sure. Even though it said in the caption that it was just a joke, she still got heat for it. One person said, quote, so one of your best friends gives you her kidney and you continue to drink excessively? Shut up. Damn, Selena. Shut your mouth. What well, was the number of drinks? So, uh, eight. Eight, eight or more oh, per for week women. for women. Mm-hmm. Selena, Why do men get to drink so much more? Right? Guys. The way they're built and the way they metabolize everything. You guys. Hang on, hang on. have flambalage. <laughs> I just lost a pound. Oh, I thought about sure. it. I postured <laughs> yeah. my heart in the right way. Yeah. And I lost that weight because I determined it. Can I tell you? Oh, boy. This is reason enough just to stay off the damn computer. Okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, that, I would disable comments all the time if yeah. I were a celebrity. It's so exhausting just even hearing about it. Like, shut up. Go get a life. Mind your own business. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm sorry I blew up. I get it. It's that that would be really like, tough. That would be tough because I think very tough. I think that you there's a there's a threshold for of fame that you can enjoy it in good amounts where you largely have your people who follow you and support you and send you a lot of kindness. There is somewhere where you tick over where people just follow you just because you're a person, not because they like you or mm-hmm. appreciate your stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when all and pardon my French here that's when all heck breaks loose yeah yeah it's just uh, you, get, Selena did take respond. a walk she said it was a joke <laughs> a word good Selena received a kidney from her friend Francia Reza back in 2017 my brother has a horseshoe kidney Scooty. What's going on there? It's a U-shaped kidney. Mm. It's only one kidney. Hmm. So instead of having two, you have kidneys on each side of your... Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're in, in the back. Yeah. But it kind of wraps. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a joke. Don, it's a joke. She named her flabalage. Look, I have it. Right in the back, you have kidneys on right and left. I guess a horseshoe kidney, it connects all the way under. And so there's a piece of kidney tissue. So it goes, it's a U at the base of your back. It's a U. How does one find this out? Uh, You get kidney stones when you're in the hospital. They then look at your kidneys and say you have a horseshoe kidney, which means if his kidneys ever failed, he's pretty much a goner. Oh, what about you giving him one? I don't think I have a horseshoe kidney. Yeah, but mine feels can you separate. Just give him one. I have so a tilted just... uterus. No, I. Thank okay. you. <laughs> I have scoliosis. I do too. I have a curvature I have, of the spine. I have both of those. I have a bunion. 
Dawn, did you have scoliosis? I do have scoliosis. That's just a curvature of the spine. A lot of people... Remember they used to check you for that in school? Yeah, and I was like, how come I didn't know this a long time ago? Yeah. Did you have to wear a brace? No, no, I didn't know. I was doing a walk for breast cancer. It's a 60-mile walk in three days. Anyway, I was uh, doing that walk, and then I was in so much pain with my hip. I had to go to the triage tent, and the doctor said, do you know that you have scoliosis and oh. i go no he goes well that's why you're in a lot of pain wow did and you so finish now the i race? can feel it um yes i did i did wow good for you i have um what i heard described and this is again if you have an ailment of any kind call us now six five one six four one one zero please let us know let your voice be heard if you also have a tilted uterus please let us know <laughs> i have something which uh doctors would call cervical kyphosis but on the streets, it's known as military neck. And it is a um, a thing where your neck <laughs> doesn't have the like... appropriate curvature. Oh. And it's straighter. The following symptoms can accompany military neck. And I will read them in your admiration for me and the quality of work that I bring day after day. Okay. I'm pigeon-toed. Donna! <laughs> after those other things, I'm virtually perfect that I mentioned. Stiffness, Stiffness. decreased range of motion, Uh headaches, I have them virtually every day, pain in the neck and extremities, coordination problems, muscle weakness, uh, not checking that box, spine deformity, paralysis, bladder and bowel control issues. That's true. Listen, there was a time within the last six months that I had the most frightening moment of my life with my bowels. Where I fully okay, thought I right. was going to, with my daughter in the car. Oh, yeah. She was 11. <laughs> and I said, honey, yeah. I, as I rolled down the windows you and scarred her turned life. up the radio, I said, I'm about to bleep my pants. <laughs> and it was so scary. It was the scariest oh, I've ever gosh. been with this kind of stuff. Did you want, did you the day before say, I have never bleeped my pants? Because that's what <laughs> happened to me. Karma. I cursed myself. Oh, you did. And what I got happening? sick the next day. I didn't, uh, but I, I didn't fully. Let's just say that. Oh my God! But what's happening to our squeeziest, show? Squeeziest car. I was like, Oh God! I gotta get home. You gotta do cables with your butt. I actually thought that I had gone. <laughs> oh yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh! So I couldn't believe what was happening. Terrible. And then I had to come in the next day and, of course, reveal that on the morning show where I had announced. Well, I've never. Oh, no. I've never done that. By the way. Then I go, guess what? Donna asked last night if she could babysit our kids. Can mm-hmm. they send her a picture of the kids? Yeah, they were really cute. And then she said, come on, let me come over. We can play games like oh. never have I ever. And I said, okay, you will never be near my kids. And then she continued, spin the bottle, truth or do a line. <laughs> Then she followed it up I'm and said, taunting. why are you such a stickler? Kids will rebel if you don't give them options. <laughs> You just gotta go. Hey, this exists. Come out home there. when you want. It's fine. Yeah. So if they know they could have cocaine any night at dinner, they're less likely <laughs> to rebel and say, "I should try coke someday." Right. right. Remember the dare program? That didn't work. Right. <laughs> Shout this out is to your Mrs. Brain. Reagan. This is your brain on drugs. Uh, Don, don't go too far because we are uh, going to Red Lobster lunch today. Our power lunch with our big boss. Pom pom. DJ Rock Lobster joins us next. He has got a dirt alert. Rundown of the hot entertainment headlines next.